Welcome back to the Faith-Based Workplace Show. I am your host, Nina Stiles, and here's where we focus on topics to help you develop and live a spirit-led life as a Christian in today's workplace. You've tuned in to episode seven, and this topic is seasonal occupations and God's timing. As we step into the holiday season, there are many of us who are blessed to work where we can utilize our gifts and talents whether it be for a short time or a long period of time. Yet, as we carry out the work that we've been assigned to do, there comes a time when we have those moments to reflect on your real destiny, wondering where you'll end up. And this can cause you to land in a place where you become fixated on the destiny because there may be some uncertainties as far as where you'll end up. Well, in this episode, I want us to examine what it looks like to have seasonal occupations and God's timing. So let's get into it. So let's dive into what I like to call seasonal occupations, which is a place of work that appears to be either a building block or a stepping stone for future career opportunities or towards your calling. So you're not necessarily at a place of work where you're fulfilling your ultimate calling. So that's what I would like to consider or call seasonal occupations. Yet when we're blessed to work where you can utilize your gifts and talents and you've identified then, okay, apparently this is a seasonal occupation that I'm, I'm taking advantage of right now then I do want to comfort you and say then God is doing a work in you in this season. And what I mean by that is this. He's allowing you to sharpen your current skills and refine your gifts and talents in this season, in your current place of employment, which is the perfect platform for you to do this in. You see, God is allowing you to build your confidence in your capabilities during this season. So there are many factors that come into play when you are working at a place where you've pretty much identified this is a seasonal occupation. This isn't the long haul. I can't expect that I would retire at this place because there are some places where you're working and you're enjoying it. You're feeling uh, a certain level of fulfillment. So more than likely, then that is where God wants you to remain because he may have called you to fulfill your gifts and talents at that place. But let's just say that you are not in that place and you just have this feeling the Holy Spirit is kind of leaning you or leading you towards something that is specifically designed for you. So if you feel as though the Holy Spirit is leading you into more opportunities, then more than likely you're at a seasonal occupation. So that being said, if you're working at a place and you know that this is not your final stepping stone, then there are multiple things that God will do within you while you're in this season. So one of the things is God will build your confidence level by revealing more of your capabilities to you. 
to give you an ultimate sense of assurance and reliance in him as you continue to evolve. Another thing that he'll do is have you broaden your outlook on the possibilities where your gifts and talents can take you so that you can see those possibilities. And in that, he'll create a desire in you to explore and discover more. So as you broaden your outlook and discover more of where your gifts and talents will take you, it's important that you view this time in your life as a season of absorption. Many times as God is doing a work in you, he will use this time in your life as a season of absorption. And the purpose for this is for you to absorb all that he has for you to experience. Maybe it be for three months or three years, six months or six years, whatever the time frame would be, however long it takes, he has positioned you to absorb new skills and new characteristics so that you can possess them and then use them in whatever plans he has next for you to experience. These new skills may complement your current gifts and talents or have you branch off into new territories. New characteristics can relate to new principles to live by, values to stand firm on, or how you look at your relationships that you have with others. And then God will also build your confidence in your capabilities to show you what you didn't realize you had. Now, this is different from his way of building your confidence in the things that you already knew you possessed. In this way, God will expose you to new circumstances that would require you to do things you never knew you could do. Just to reveal that he equipped you with those hidden qualifications long ago. So in this way, you'll have the opportunity to not only build confidence in the vast ways he can use you, but your hope is on a new level. Your trust in him has the opportunity to increase. You begin to step out on faith even further because you know he's a God with endless capabilities. And then his plans for you become apparent and really begin to see that your steps really are ordered. Psalms 37, 23 says, the Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. Now, God may also expose you to things to evoke and stimulate an emotion within. And that can consist of new interests and desires in you for his purpose and to honor him. And know this, you will undoubtedly take pleasure in carrying out the acts of doing the work, all while you take pleasure and satisfaction in honoring God in your work. And on a different level, you may find that you come in contact with things that cause you to feel upset or angry. Unwanted behavior and the significance of the emotion you feel in those moments can also be a part of God's plan, just so that you can respond the way that God would want you to respond. So don't lose sight of that. There is a list of examples in the Word of God where God's people were faced with unfavorable or downright distasteful situations, and God led them to take action 
and vindicate their positions. The book of Esther is a great example of this. Esther was in a position to help her people to prevent a tragic act from happening and against them. And in addition to that, there have been many activists in our history who took action to make change happen because of unfavorable and distasteful behaviors. So we don't always want to discount the emotion of feeling angry or upset. When we find ourselves feeling this way, that doesn't necessarily mean it's uh, a sign that you're in the wrong place. You could very well be in the right place. God may be evoking you for you to respond in a certain way so that you can achieve something great in the midst of that. God will also strengthen you and build your commitment level through this season by way of increased responsibilities, where you'll have the opportunity to see your endurance grow. Isaiah 48, 31 says, But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Another way God will strengthen your character through this season is by teaching you obedience. This can be kind of a tough one, but uh, God may have you do something, not necessarily for you to see the outcome you are expecting to see. The instructions were given to you for you to simply obey. So he will command you to do something that appears to be peculiar. And we have the choice to either obey his command or talk ourselves out of it because it doesn't necessarily make sense to us. So oftentimes when you're in this absorption part of your season, you tend to get fixated on getting to the next level. You aren't really grasping the full experience as you ought to. So rather than resting in God, you can get fixated on the next chapter. But God will posture you to wait on him and he will move you to your next mark when the time is right. So rather than being fixated on moving on, instead, the word of God says you are to keep your eyes fixated on him. Hebrews chapter 12, verse two says, we do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. And then Second Peter chapter 3, verse 8 says, But do not forget this one thing, dear friends. With the Lord, a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years is like a day. So we know that God's timing is not our own. You just have to abide and rest in God as he molds you through this season. And this can also help improve or basically teach you self-discipline causing you to check yourself in those moments when you find that you're eagerly ready to move forward before God's ready for you to move forward. And this offers you an opportunity to yield to him. So you're yielding to him, waiting for his timing. The word of God says, for the revelation awaits an appointed time. It speaks of the end and it will not prove false. Though it linger, wait for it. It will certainly come and will not delay. 
And that's Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 3. And then Psalm 27, 14 says, Wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous. Yes, wait patiently for the Lord. So ultimately, we, we know the importance of being patient, right? We understand that. I think it's just harder to uh, come to that own place and, and release from our own way because we have a fleshly desire to do things the way that we see them. But it's important for us to abide in him, allow ourselves to go through the journey that he's created for us to experience. Our steps are ordered by the Lord. So it's important for us to follow those steps that he's created for us long time ago. Impatience is one of the main attributes to self-discipline. It requires us to kind of check ourselves and say, you know, let's look at the bigger picture or let's stay focused on what God has called me to do in this moment or ultimately whatever the bigger picture may be. So whether if it's three months or three years, six months or six years, uh, waiting period, whatever the case may be, abiding in him is the most important thing in whatever we do. And then this also offers us an opportunity to tap into a level of humility. This process can humble us, which is, which is also a character builder. It's important for us to acquire that type of um, characteristic. This process will most definitely teach you the humility that you'll need in order to be successful in your next chapter. And you have this ability and amazing privilege to grow in this season as you're being taught. So ultimately, seasonal occupations can last for however long it takes for God to reveal these things to you. Reveal the things that he wants you to know and experience, and then prepare you for the works that he has planned for you. We can rest assured he has solid plans for us to prosper. Enjoy what we do and give all honor and glory to him in the process. We just have to abide and follow. So this wraps up episode seven. I pray that you have an enjoyable Christmas surrounded by loved ones and that the Spirit of God is evidently in the midst as you celebrate the holiday. Be sure to stay tuned for future episodes to come. I look forward to connecting with you in episode eight. Be sure to share the Faith-Based Workplace show with others. Let them know the podcast is available on all primary platforms. And finally, don't forget to receive your blessing for today and be a blessing to others. 